0: You're listening to Rhema for Today.
1: And I I made this promise. I saw then, and as I was walking in this glory and this power, you see, and I wasn't even baptized in the Holy Ghost then. I saw this, that I had to make this dedication to God. I said, Lord, the longest day i live, I'll never push my body that far again. The minute I said that, my heart started beating perfectly. He
0: showed me what to do. You're listening to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagen with his classic teaching, The Believer's Authority. You remember 1 John chapter 4, verse 4? First
1: epistle of John, fourth chapter, fourth verse where John says, By the Spirit of God, ye are of God, little children... And have overcome them. Now the them he's talking about that we've overcome. If you read the first three verses are, is evil spirits. Or are, are evil spirits. And he said. Because greater is he that's in you. Than he that's in the world. That's the power that's behind us. The greater one that's in us. Where is it? He's in us. He's in us. Now, you see, there's no, we talk about all the religions of the world. You think about the religions, you know, India has two outstanding religions and and of the Orient, you know, Buddhism and so on down the line. But those religions never give authority to anybody. They never impart life to anybody because they're dead. But blessed be God, Christianity is not a religion, it's life. And then those religions, all other religions, they were the object that they worship can be seen. But Christianity is the only religion that the God that you worship is in you. Oh no, he's well up in heaven. I know he's up there, but he's in you. Greater is he that's in you. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Hallelujah. Yeah, in you. We talk about trusting God. Do you ever think about trusting the God that's in you? Amen. He's in you. See, look at 2 Corinthians there. Look at 2 Corinthians. You've seen that. 2 Corinthians 6 chapter fourteenth through the 16th verse. We'll not take time to read it off. But I want you to notice something there. Be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers, he said. And then he went on down to the end there. You see, it's about the 16th verse, he said, as God has said, as he has said, as God has said, I'll walk in them I'll dwell in them. They'll be my people. I'll be their God. That's us under the new covenant. Now what did he say? I'll walk in them. I'll dwell in them. Dwell means I'll live in you. One translation said, I'll make my home in them. That's where God's living is in us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Then I'm never without help. I'm never without God. Praise God because he's in me. As I look back in life through all of these years now walking with the Lord, because I learned early, thank God I learned early, greater is he that's in me than he's in the world. I always look in me for help. Somebody read in the Old Testament where David said, we look under the hills from which cometh our help. But see, God wasn't in them under the Old Testament. Now, I'm not looking to any hills for help. <laughs> Don't be sacrilegious, but I'm not even looking to heaven for help. Per se heaven did it. I look in me and I found out every crisis of life, he rose up in me. Gave illumination to my mind, direction to my spirit. Hallelujah. They couldn't get me any other source, and put me over. Put me over. Every crisis. Every crisis of life. Hallelujah. He'd always rise right up and tell me what to do. Praise God. Tell me what to do. Because see, he's in me. He's, he's an intelligent being. Hallelujah. A foreign agent from another land, heaven, came to dwell in me. Praise God. And he has the answer. He has the answer. Well, you see, that gives you confidence because you know if in life you ever face another crisis like that, he'll be there. Through all of these years, if, if physical ailment came, which very seldom would it ever come, thank God I'm not bragging on me, you understand? i bragging on Jesus. And I've been able to walk in what I call divine health. Last headache I had was in August of 1933. <laughs> That's absolute truth. Man, go to hell for lying just as quick as you wouldn't steal it. Last headache I had was in August of 1933. That's the last one, see? But I've been to the place that I got into disobedience, and when you get into disobedience, you get on the devil's territory, and he attacked me in body, and I've been dead twice and came back. And I knew death had come and fasted itself upon me. But I looked to him that was in me and he rose up on inside me. Way down in here somewhere he rose up inside me. And just gave illumination to my mind. Direction to my spirit. I remember on one occasion before I ever see the Baptist and ghost spoke another tongue but did believe in divine heat as a young Baptist boy preacher. And uh, you see our mortal, no, no misunderstanding now. Our bodies are still mortal and if Jesus tears they're going to die sometime. But uh, and you can push your body too far and get out of God's will. And uh, and I overworked, you see, and sort of had a heat stroke. I, I realized I was, I knew I should have stopped, but I didn't. I just kept to. And sort of had a heat stroke. My heart acted up, and so I uh, I went over to the full gospel, because I was going to a full gospel church, and every time we didn't, didn't have service on my own, I knew there was any revival, knew the vantage was there. And I, I wanted them to pray for me. See, I'd prayed and got no results, and I, so I went over there. And... Uh, so we all prayed, and I, I know, I know, I just cold as ice all over. My heart wasn't working right, and I finally laid down on the bed. When I did, my heart stopped. Now, this event, this was a man, 67 years of age. He said to me after, he said, you know, Brother Hagin, he said, you rose up and walked the length of that bedroom and the living room twice, and your heart didn't beat a lick. Because, he said, I had my hand, see, now, I only weighed 138 pounds. I had my hand right on your heart another hand on your back and, and when you lay down on that bed it stopped I felt it, it stopped but he said you rose up and I kept my hand on your heart one on your back now walk with you I re- didn't realize he did uh, the length of those two rooms twice and then suddenly your heart just started beating perfect well I said what happened was that he rose up in me I looked to him that was in me. he rose up in me he rose up in me and and the Spirit of God I didn't get up off that bed the Spirit of God you told about people falling under the power you wait till he starts getting them up. I mean, the Spirit of God lifted me up off the bed and set me on the feet. And I, I made this promise. I saw then, and I, as I was walking in this glory and this power, you see, and I wasn't even baptized in the Holy Ghost then. I saw this, that I had to make this dedication to God. I said, Lord, the longest day i live, I'll never push my body that far again. The minute I said that, my heart started beating perfectly. He showed me what to do. He's got the answer. Praise God. And I've never done it again. If I'm getting too tired, I many a time, some have seen me right in the middle of a heating line. I've just suddenly stopped and said, that's it. I don't go any further. I promised God I'd never push my body beyond that point again. Well, somebody said, can't you believe God to keep you? Well, certainly not. <laughs> you can overwork. Your body is mortal. We are going to have an immortal body one day, but we don't have it yet. Are you listening to me? That'd be sort of like a fellow said, well, I'm going to believe God to keep my thumb and just keep hitting it with a hammer. And I'm believing God to keep it. Well, he won't. You'll soon have your thumbnail and all the rest of it knocked off. Amen. Hallelujah to Jesus. Now, in Matthew, the 28th chapter and the 18th verse, Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, all power. And again, most translation reads, he said, all authority is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Now what we need to realize is that this authority that was given to Jesus in the earth, Christ transferred that authority to the church. You see, he is the head, we are the body. The authority has to be perpetuated through the body which is on the earth. The Bible uses the human body as an illustration of Christ and the church. You can see it here in the book of Ephesians as well as elsewhere in the New Testament. Christ is the head, we are the body. Now, you know just as well as, as I do, that your head may look there and see your Bible and I see your personal line there, and your head said, well, I want to get that. But your head can never pick up that purse except through your body. Your head has no authority except through your body. Christ, you see, has no authority in the earth except in his body. Now, what we've tried to do is to get the head to do it himself. Well, he said right here, all authority is given me in heaven and earth. So he's got the authority and he's going to carry it out. Yeah, but how is he going to carry it out? It'll never be carried out except through the body. Now notice in Ephesians, the first chapter the 22nd verse. And hath put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church. To the church. Over all things to the church. We'll get into that a little deeper later. Ephesians 1.20 Which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 5 and 6 Even when we were dead in sin having quickened us together with Christ by grace you are saved and hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Now, this is not something that's going to be done. This is something that's already done. Praise God. Jesus is at the right hand. The right hand is the place of authority, and we are seated with him there at the right hand of God. Hallelujah to Jesus. Now, let's look again here at Ephesians, this second chapter, and let's start with the first verse. Let's read here in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1 through 7. And you hath he quickened, who were dead in trespasses and sins, where in time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also we all had our conversation in times past, in the lust of our flesh, in fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. But God,
0: Welcome to Rema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. This month, we're offering Kenneth W. Hagan's four CD set, How to Be an Overcomer. We're also offering Lynette Hagan's CD, Defeating Satan's Strategies Through Prayer. Last but not least is Kenneth E. Hagen's book entitled The Art of Prayer. All these items at the special price of $35. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org.
1: We're going to be in Florida. A Living Faith Conference there in Fort Walton Beach, Florida. That's January the 21st. Through the night. Yes, through the 23rd. Champion Life. That's at Pastors Roddy and Daniel Schaefer's Church. Uh, you can go to rainbow.org and find out all the information. And then we're dropping over to St. Augustine, Florida on January 24th through 26th. Mm-hmm. That's Wednesday night through Friday night at Anchor Faith Church. Pastors Earl and Marcy Glissett. And we invite you to come and be with us. Yes. Even if you even if you're up in the up in the north country, come on down to Florida for a few
0: days and enjoy, not only enjoy the weather there, yes. but enjoy basking in the presence of the Lord as we right. have all of these services. Tomorrow on Rama for Today we'll continue Kennethy e. Hagan's life-changing teaching. That's next time on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.